We generally like to think of ourselves as free, free to go about our lives the way we choose to. Coronavirus has changed that for a lot of us, elderly people especially. But the elderly aren't the only people at risk of death from coronavirus. There are many people with invisible illnesses who are at risk as well. Before the threat of coronavirus, they were free to choose whether to disclose their health status or not. But now, they face a new question. Will keeping it a secret put them in danger? Eva Marchingo with the story. This is Jess. Hi, my name is Jess. I'm 30 and I live in regional Victoria. When she looks in the mirror, she sees a healthy body before her. But that's not the whole story. I'm a type 1 diabetic, a celiac, and about three years ago, I almost died from meningococcal pneumonia. I asked Jess what she's worried about regarding coronavirus. As somebody who, you know, finds themselves in two risk groups with having two autoimmune conditions and having had a respiratory event like meningococcal pneumonia. It's something that I've done quite a bit of research into. And I, like my biggest concern, I think, is the idea of, you know, we hear a lot of the rhetoric about flattening the curve and doing all of this stuff. And just seeing like in Italy and all these places where they haven't done that and the intensive care units being overwhelmed with patients and having to pick and choose who gets treated, that really terrifies me, knowing that I have been in a situation where I have been fighting for breath and terrified for my life. And I, you know, I was thankfully cared for, taken to an ICU, put on a ventilator. The idea of not being able to get relief like that is something that yeah, there really aren't words for the nervousness that that gives me. Jess has two separate illnesses that compromise her immune system, and she's prone to life-threatening respiratory infections. These three things do not bode well with coronavirus. If I get COVID-19, I'm going to be one of those people who is going to be deeply affected by it. Jess has a network of friends and family to help keep her safe during this crisis. So a lot of my friends do know about my autoimmune diseases and my meningococcal experience. Um, my closest friends are all really good about it. I have to be careful. Like they know that I've got to be careful with my health because I am... Um, I, I'm immunocompromised, like I'm in a high risk group, so they know to sort of look after me in that regard. But what if no one knows that you're at a higher risk? We talked to Jane. That's not her real name, and you won't be hearing her real voice either. We can't tell you who she is or any other identifying features. Why? Jane is HIV positive, and it's her biggest secret.
I was diagnosed in about 2016, but I had no idea that this is uh, this is what was wrong with me. Um, I also had no idea that my husband had a um, another life that I didn't know about. I went and had a test, a full STI test, and that's when I found out that I was HIV positive. For me, I um, I certainly just could not divulge this information to others. Up until a few days ago, Jane has had to physically go into work. No one knows her status there, but she still needs to keep herself protected and her secret safe. I work in an essential service, I, could, I suppose you could say, and I, um, no one in my workplace knows about my condition and my possible um, uh, compromised health status in, in regards to the coronavirus. Not everyone with HIV is at a greater risk of contracting coronavirus, but Jane is particularly immunocompromised, meaning her body really struggles to fight off infections. I, I feel quite compromised in my workplace because this is not something that I can ever share. People have said to me, oh, so, well, you don't need to worry. You're generally fit and healthy. And, you know, yes, you're, you're in your early 60s, but that doesn't matter. And, and I just simply cannot, cannot tell them what, what the issues are. So I just have to let that go and laugh it off and just concern myself with other people and how they're feeling. I guess I'm super paranoid if I get this disease that I would be hospitalised and I don't want to share my status in my local hospital you know, news does travel. So that's what I'm particularly concerned about. So I'm a little bit different to my husband because he has very, very good CD4 count. A CD4 count is a way of measuring your immune system function. So high is good and low is not so good. But my CD4 count has been quite low. And I don't know why that is, because I've been on antiretrovirals now for a few years, but for some reason it still remains low. We're very, very careful. We're currently social isolating, which is very difficult when I can't see my children, who I adore, and the very thought of it reduces me to tears. Defending your right to take extra precautions should be the last thing on your mind during a pandemic of this size. People like Jess or Jane shouldn't have to disclose intimate details about themselves to be able to stay safe. For Jane especially, freedom isn't about whether she's allowed to go outside or not. It's about being free to keep her status confidential. You might not think you know anyone who fits into the immunocompromised category, but the chances are you do. It could be a housemate or a friend. It could be somebody you work with. 
It could even be you someday. Wouldn't you want the freedom of safety without having to disclose your status? I'm just hoping that I'm lucky. I'm hoping that a fighting spirit and the love of my family is enough to get me through this. But I just don't know.